So in the tunnel, I noticed how you always wear your HBCU gear, starting with the Howard gear, and then later I saw you had on some Southern gear, which I love. So how did you, how did the pathway to you becoming an advocate for HBCUs begin? Uh, the pathway started uh, as a kid. So I'm born and raised in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, uh, where Winston-Salem State University is. You heard of the state before, Winston-Salem State? Yes, sir. Okay, so yeah, that's that's my hometown, and I grew up over at Winston-Salem State all the time. My my cousins played football at Winston-Salem State. My mom and dad actually did a uh, a few semesters at Winston-Salem State, uh, but ended up uh, dropping out because they had me and my brother, and they had to work. And so growing up in the South, in North Carolina, I was right there at Winston-Salem State. I was around uh, A&T. Uh, you got Bench, you got Shaw, you got Livingstone, you got all these different HBCUs. And so uh, it's sort of just ingrained in me. But as a kid, that's just your normal. You don't understand that there's a significant difference between uh, a PWI and an HBCU. And then uh, my introduction to Southern was actually um, one of my cousins, uh, Rod, his name is Rod Jones. He played football at Southern. He left, he went, uh, when he left high school, Carver High School, he went and played football at Southern. So that was wow. like our intro to Southern. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So um, what is something that you miss or your best experience when you were in Louisiana playing for the Hornets? Oh, man. Uh, my best experience in Louisiana uh, was the people. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Um I got drafted in 2005, uh, right before Katrina hit. So uh, there was a, a bond, a connection between me and uh, the city of New Orleans that that'll never, never be broken. And so, you know, even though I don't play there anymore, I still have so many ties to the city, so many extended family members, and it'll forever be like that. Wow, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And so um, being that in the previous seasons, you guys have you focused on football and basketball um, with the White Night series. What inspired you to create this um, series about the fabulous dancing dolls, the top nations dance team? You know, I think with Why Not Us, what we set out to do was to to uh, show the, the, the brilliance, the the excitement that is HBCUs, right? And so we obviously got a chance to do that with North Carolina Central and the basketball program. We got a chance to do it with uh, FAMU and the football program. So uh, the Dancing Dogs was a great next step in showing uh, all these different sides and avenues of HBCUs. I mean, you know, if you're here at Southern, you know the excitement. I mean, I remember as a kid going to Winston State, a lot of times during the game, me and a whole bunch of my homies, we'd be playing throw-up tackle. We'd be playing football over on the side of the stadium during the game. And then as soon as they said it was about to be halftime, the game stopped. <laughs> Our little football game on the side stopped because we wanted to go see what the band and the dance team and everybody was going to do because that was a show. That was like a concert for us growing up. Right, yes. Same here. That's how it always been, especially growing up around um, Southern we would play, and then when halftime came, we were running to see what the band is about to do. So I totally get that. 
Um, and also, yeah, can you? And when, and when it, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say when it when it comes to HBCUs, it's so crazy because sometimes some school like the team might be sorry, right? The team might be sorry, but the band could go crazy, and people still gonna be there to see to see what they gonna do. Right. Yes. Yes, I totally get that. And so with you saying that, um, can you share a little bit about what we'll see on this season, on season three of Why Not Us? Yeah, on season three of Why Not Us, uh, with the amazing dancing dogs, which you'll get a chance to see, is you'll get a chance to see their process, right? You'll get a chance to see uh, the strenuous work that these ladies go through and endure uh, and how, you know, sometimes it's generational, you know, where they uh, had legacy, Um and you get a chance to see um, a lot of the work that they put into it, the blood, sweat, and tears. You get a chance to see the excitement. That is game day and all that goes into it. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful group of ladies who, you know, it's, it means a lot, you know, to see the emotion and, and the tears of the joy, the excitement, the sacrifice that they have to make. Um I'm, I'm so excited about everybody getting a chance to see it as it airs tomorrow. Yes, sir. I, I'm excited to see it as well because I know the process of becoming a dancing doll is um, very serious. So also, what was something that you saw that kind of amazed you, like, of their process? Being that it's, you know, they're dancers, kind of different than football and basketball, but still it's sport. <laughs> Man, it's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different. Um you know, I'm a, I'm a father, so I have a 13-year-old son, and my daughter will be 10 next week. And so I've been around uh, dance a little bit. My daughter did it earlier when she was younger. But to see uh, how much time these ladies have put into it, right? And I think also a lot of times you see the dancing, but you don't see that they're training. They're running. They're constantly stretching. You know, they're trying to make sure they eating right. You know, all the discipline that goes into it. I think when you see someone dance, you're just like, oh, they can do that. They can do that. You don't realize the amount of time that's put into it as, as far as classwork, stretching, getting the choreography. I think that was the thing that uh, that probably amazed me the most. Gotcha. Yes, I totally understand. Um, did you, by chance, uh, want to learn a little one-two from the dancing dolls? <laughs> yeah, that's what I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't do. Gotcha. Um, so how do you think that this season will impact other dance teams? Do you think there'll be more dance teams featured in the future on Why Not Us? You know what? I hope so. I hope uh, other dance teams get inspired from seeing this. But what I also hope is that other kids get inspired from seeing this and understand that, you know, if you want to be a part of uh, an HBCU, if you want to be a part of, you know, college athletics or whatever aspect that there's other routes than just uh, being on the basketball team, the football team, the track team or anything like that. Because, um, you know, the dancing dogs along with the human jukebox, like that's a huge part of every single game, right? So Dr. Taylor is the band director for the human jukebox. And he was like very, he was very instrumental with giving us access throughout the process. So I'm grateful to him for that. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, uh, for everybody to, to see the show. Yes. Same. I'm very excited. Alrighty. And this is my last question for you. Are we good on time? 
Of course. Okay, great. Um, so how do you manage all of your roles, being a father, a college student at Winston-Salem University, and <laughs> also an executive producer for the show? Man, uh, if you have any advice or tips on time management, I'm always open here. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, you, you realize at a certain point that you only have so much time here on this earth, and I'm so grateful for the, the time and the opportunity that I get. And I just try to make an impact as much as possible uh, while I'm here. And I'm blessed to have an amazing family, an amazing team around me to help. Uh, with all the different things that we have, but different things that we have going on, but uh, just always trying to make sure um, my, my, my NBA coach always says, fill your cup, right? When we're not on the basketball court, he says, fill your cup. So if that means spending time with your family, if that means uh, giving other people a voice that, that don't always get that voice or that platform, do that. And um, just always trying to grow and learn. Yes. Thank no you for problem. that advice. Really. No problem. Okay. And thank you so much again for um, talking with me today. And I cannot wait to see the Why Not Us Southern Dance premiere tomorrow. Thank you so much, too, for this interview, too. I really appreciate you.